I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A very, very good morning to you. A very warm welcome to our channel, Online Darts TV. And as you might be able to guess, unfortunately, the great Phil Bars isn't with us because uh, he's too important nowadays. That's just how it works on this show. Um, but you've still got the pair of us <laughs> Muppets talking to you at 9.30 in the morning. This is far too early. I'm never normally up this early, but it's for a good reason. Jada Thinkman, Jack Gubby Garwood with you, alongside you to talk through the William Hill World Darts Championship draw, which is due any minute now, Gob. Yeah, massive, massive morning. Hence us actually having to get out of bed. Um, when we agreed to this, I'm not quite sure I was prepared at how early it would be after the day after I moved house. But yeah, here we are once again. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get through this. It, it'll be all right. <laughs> I think this is just a really special moment, I think, because like, you get to Christmas and we all think, you know, the advent calendars are being courted by some people. Um, you know, we're all, we're, all, we're all children at heart. Let's be honest about it. Uh, and uh, we're all counting down to that moment. And obviously we had the draw. You know, we had the qualifiers yesterday or sorry, Monday it was now. Uh, it feels like yesterday, to be really honest. All days just blend into one at this moment yeah. in time. <laughs> uh, but uh, basically, <laughs> it just feels great. Like we're, we're talking about uh, the World Championship. It's a fan are back as well we know that fans are going to be here in the world championship this year i cannot wait for it yeah absolutely massive the news came out this is a thousand per session will be a little bit different to what we're used to at the alexander palace but let's be honest just just to have them back in the room will be fantastic it, it's, it's a little bit overdue um some of the events have become a little bit subdued of late i think we, we, we cope really well throughout the yeah. pandemic um just to get live darts on but um, to have it back now, it's, it's just that little bit more special, isn't it? It's the big one in front of fans in the UK for the first time since the Premier League in Liverpool. You were there, I wasn't. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's just say a very good morning to a few people in the chat room right now. Kieran Randall saying my birthday is really good, guys. Thank you very much, Kieran. Thanks for joining us at such an early hour of the morning. Happy birthday. Uh, Lee Boyce is joining us as well. Good morning, Lee. Morning to you, my friend. The Big Fish, uh, I can't say the full title, but, you know, Jay from the Inbetweeners has joined us, it clearly seems like. Uh, Mike Duffy is in the chat room <laughs> as well. Uh, good morning to you, Duff. Great to speak to you. Great to uh, speak to you earlier on in the week. Uh, and also David Hughes saying, great show, but just be mindful that many people listen to the podcast. Absolutely. We love our podcast listeners as well. And remember, of course, if you guys want to get in touch with this and you are listening to this on the podcast, we will put this out as a pod. Uh, then all you need to do is tweet us at official OL Darts, Facebook as well. Find us on there or find us as well on Instagram. So we are just seconds away right now from the draw starting. Uh, I've got a fantastic advert from the host broadcaster <laughs> currently on my screen at this moment in time uh, upstairs. So if I'm looking away up there, everybody, uh, that is because I'm just waiting for the draw to happen. There are some brilliant potential first round ties in this one, Gob. There are so many There are so many great matchups that we could have in round one before we even get to the 32 seeds that are going to be there in round two as well. 
Yeah, it's absolutely mental, the quality that's available. We've been talking about the depth of darts all year and, and how that can set things up. And when you get a field this big, it just allows for some of the most incredible ties early on. Like, this is the big one. This is where the, the big chunk of money is. But actually, <laughs> you could be dead in the water after one round and you don't pick up as much as you'd like. There, there's a serious chance to, to climb up the rankings at this event. You just hope you get it a nice really draw to accompany that, and Christmas comes a little bit early for you. <laughs> well, Peter Wright, remember, of course, yes, of course, he was world number uh, world number three at that point uh, last year. But remember as well, the reason why he's got over a million pounds worth of prize money this year is because half of that was from the World Championships last year. So, you know, there was a moment like that. Obviously, the first World Champion of the decade uh, when he defeated Michael Van Gerwen in what was, I, I know it was seven sets to three, but I thought that was a real classic final. Before we go into that, by the way, Joel McDonald says greetings from Oz. Yes, very, very good evening to you. You can actually watch it at a half-decent time for you. Normally, it's on about like 7.30 or 4.30 in the morning, but uh, the host broadcaster has done really, really well on this one. Um, but yeah, it, it, Peter Wright, Michael Van Gogh in last year's final, potentially again could be happening this year, as could Gerwin Price easily be in the draw again and be winning that uh, winning that space in the final. Yeah, completely. It's just... It's it's all set up for an absolute classic. The, the year we've had the multiple different winners, the top three suddenly finding themselves in the last four of the players' championships after we spoke about how we believe that they could go on to be a, a sort of tennis dominant force like we've seen the likes of uh, Nadal, Djokovic, uh, Federer and Murray. So, yeah, look, it's, it's very, very intriguing right now. And I can't wait for this draw, to be fair. <clears throat> No, neither can I. So uh, we're just going through the formalities uh, currently on screen. Uh, Lee's asked us, uh, who you both saying as the one unseeded player to avoid? Uh, how long have you got, mate? Um, that is a very, very long list. Um, I think, to be honest with you, at the moment Damon in time, I'm probably going to go boring. You're about to say, that's probably the more boring answer. But if you're going to go there, I'm actually yeah. going to go... I'm going to go with Callum Rids. I'm really liking the way that he's playing at this moment in time. Yeah. I think if Callum Rids, if you get him in the first round, you are very, very unlucky indeed. So let me just show you how this is going to work, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try our best to work out what's going on. We're going to try and have the uh, try and have the the the, the, uh, the volume low down because sometimes they don't actually tell you who's playing who in terms of the seeds. So that's not good. Um, but uh, basically, what's going to happen is is that I'll be basically writing it up as well for our website, which you can read. You can read the full draw as soon as it's out. Onlinedarts.com. Uh, God will be talking you through as best he can the draw. I'll also be making our own reactions. We want your reactions as well. By the way, we should stress this right now. Get us in the uh, in the chat room. And uh, we'll be on air till around about 10, 10, 15, giving full reaction to the William Hill World Darts Championship draw. Uh, we are just, like I say, we are just waiting for it to get underway. So please bear with us. Um, but to the balls haven't been, I don't think the balls have actually been put in yet. Have they got, as far as I'm aware? Well, I hope not on mine. We haven't actually worked out if we're synced up with how we're currently viewing this yet. So, um... No, we haven't, no. <laughs> we could have a slight day between ourselves as well as everybody else watching. Um... The joys of modern technology, I guess. I've still got Emma and Wayne chatting away, so... Um, yes. I think now's as good as time as any, actually. While I've just mentioned her name, how much of a revelation Emma Payton has been to Sky's coverage of darts. Um, there was a big halt of when Dave Clark came in. Um, first ever presenting of the darts was at the match play, and she smashed it. She's been so good. We spent hours, hours debating who would be the next... Dave, who was going to fill those shoes? Uh, would they try and use broadcasters that currently operate in other sports and all that sort of thing? And Emma's come in and absolutely knocked it out of the park. I think she's developed a great relationship with the pundits already. Um, she's, she's picking up knowledge as she goes. It, it's brilliant. She's been superb. She certainly has. They've obviously put out on the PDC's Twitter feed, which is always a bonus, they've already put out the numbers that are in the draw. And it looks like that Wayne is just about to go and draw the first number. So here we go. You're definitely ahead. <laughs> so Ryan Murray. So Ryan Murray is out the draw first. And he will play in round one. Number 46. And that's Lawrence Elargin. So that could be that is Michael Van Gerwen's first. What a great draw. What a great draw that is. Ryan is in some great form at the minute. Lawrence and Lagan, one of the best actions from the Asian tour we've ever seen. 
Absolutely. So number 16 is drawn out next. This is to play Ricky Evans in round two. That is Mickey Mansell. Mickey Mansell is out next. He will draw and he will play the international qualifier. And Hopai Puha. So Hopai Puha is going to be playing game. Ricky Evans in round one. That's a really good game. I'm really looking forward to that one already. That's a, that's a good couple of draws already. I'm not, I'm not expecting massive averages, but they're two very, very good accomplished finishers. So Joe Cullen will face either Wayne Jones. You may hear you may hear the coverage on Sky. I do apologise if that is the case. We're trying to make sure that we're doing this the way that we are there. So Kieran Tehan. So it is Wayne Jones or Kieran Tehan to take on Joe Cullen. Kieran had a great so, one last year. Played really good, but he hasn't really done a lot since. So uh, John Henderson will face Johnny Clayton if he beats. How? Good. How good does John Henderson look right now? Marco Cantelli. So there we go. So Johnny Clayton will face either John Henderson or Marco Ooh. Cantelli. That could be a really good game, actually. Marco's right, Dave Chisel's next up. John needs to play well. Right. Dave Chisel's next up, and he will face Keegan Brown or. Ooh. Or Ryan Meikle. So Dave Chisnell against either Dave against Keegan Brown or Ryan Meikle. Two former winners on a development. So here we go. Danny Noppet. Very much so. He's been playing very, very well. This one is to play Danny Noppet in round two. And it will be either the big Dutchman, Martin Clearmacker, or or Cameron. Cameron Carollison, who I don't know much about, I'll be brutally honest, but I know he won the African qualifier. <laughs> yes. That, that's about my knowledge. <laughs> that's my one, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Right, Gucci Vandenberg can play Luke Humphreys. Luke Humphreys. Gucci Vandenberg can play Luke Humphreys, meter of two former development tour winners, or Paul Lim. Who Humphreys can play? Two former world youth champions. Two former world youth champions. Two former world youth champions versus the oldest man in the draw, surely. Absolutely. So Jermaine Watamina will be happy because he doesn't get Luke Humphreys in round two. Jermaine Watamina will get either Dirk Talnikers or... Could get him in round three, though. Or Nick Kenny. Yes, he could get him in round three. So Jermaine Watamina will play either Dirk Talnikers or Nick Kenny. So there we go. That's the uh, that's what it is at the moment in time. They must have met in their BDO days. They must have met in their BDO days. Definitely. So Jason Lowe will take on no. Michael Smith. Second quarter of the draw. Dmitry Gorbanov. Again, someone I someone I don't know much Ooh. about, but I presume you run the uh, the Russian qualifier. Is it Eastern European? <clears throat> Next up, Devin so Devin Peterson. Peterson will get Steve Lennon. Or or Daniel Larson. That's a that's a tough that's a tough draw for Devin, that. That's just yeah. So <clears throat> Daniel Larson's played some so good Daniel stuff on the home this year. He has. Gary Anderson then is next, and he will face either Marder's Rasma. That is not an easy game if, if Rasma gets through. Or, or Toru Suzuki. Who won the Japan qualifier ahead of Seigo Asada and Yuki Yamada. Correct. That's easy to say at half nine in the morning, I swear. So... <laughs> <laughs> so mental students <laughs> take on Mike Koivenhoven or or Matthew Edgar who obviously came through the uh, came through the qualifier on Monday so Mike Koivenhoven will take uh, and Matthew Edgar will play on each other for the right to face mental students now former world champion Rob Cross number three that's Dirk van Dijvenboda oh my goodness that is a horrendous oh my draw God. that is a horrendous draw and they will so Dirk van Dijvenboda first of all has to beat Bradley Brooks, who obviously won the World Youth Championship earlier on this well last week. Now that's a that's a really good scrap. <laughs> that game will not be slow. Definitely not. So Adam Hunt is next one out. He will take on either Jamie Hughes if he beats Lisa Ashton. 
So it's Adam Hunt against Lisa Ashton, who obviously uh, has previously played at the World Championships, has been on the tour this year, but she's going to play Adam Hunt. The winner plates on J.B. Hughes. Right, does her. Glenn Durant will face either Steve Beaton or... Or... Or Diego, or Diego Portella. That's not that's not an easy draw, Ooh, that does it. That's a steady think. draw. No? Diego and Dozza want to reach the well as well, part of the same management stable-ish. Absolutely. So Adrian Lewis gets Damon Hetter in round two, potentially. Oh, oh my God. That's a horrid that is, draw. This, this section, two, this section two of the draw has already thrown up some absolute corkers. As if this wasn't the tightest already. And Danny Baggish is in that uh, aspect as well. So it's Adrian Lewis against either Damon Hetter or Danny Baggish. Right, we move on to section three. Who will the world constantly, number one, number constantly hearing good things about Danny Baggish? So Steve West will take on Peter Wright if he wins against against Amit Gitwala, who is the Indian number one. Right, we yes. move on to Gabriel Clements next. <laughs> Gabriel Clements will face either Andy Hamilton or... Sorry we aren't going more in-depth in this, by the way. We will do eventually once we get the, the draw done. But Andy Hamilton will play Nico Kurtz. Oh, my God, what a tie that is. Could be an all-German tie. That's a great round. Set of Clements as well. Right, That's the tie scheme. Draw. Here you go. Here's a draw. Never never gets an easy draw, does the tie scheme. Never. Well, it gets Ryan Joyce in round two, or... Relentless. You watch him go perfect on the doubles if he gets through. Or Carol Sedlicek. Oh, <laughs> we beat him I round told you he never gets an we easy beat draw. That's how you round one of the players <laughs> recently. You beat him. <laughs> right. So Simon Whitlock gets Darius Lewinowskis in round two, or... How's Darius meant to play Marco Van going from there? I know. Or Chengen or Cheng Han or was it Chengenlu? I, pre I pre presume they pronounce it. I apologize. Imagine having a weird name, everybody, as we talk about this. Right, moving on to your boy, James Wade. <laughs> he gets Callan Riggs in round two, potentially. Oh my god, what a draw that is. Or or James Bailey. Who I believe is from James is steady. James is, is, is not one to be shrugged at. No, James Bailey is a DPA. Australian. Yeah, excuse me. DPA. Right, so Stephen Bunting gets Andy Bolton. Stephen Bunting gets Andy, Andy Bolton or down. Peter Hedman. Peter Hedman. So I thought you were going to debut at Ali Pali. So Andy Bolton, by the way, is playing some really good stuff, by the way. I should stress that now. Yeah. Um, and Peter Hedman is playing some good stuff, playing some very good stuff. Very tough draw for Ian White. He either gets Kim Hybrex or the Zhuang, who is making his debut as well at Ali Pali as well. So, uh, so there we go. But Kim Hybrex presenting against Ian White in round two. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. So Jeffrey Deswan gets Ryan Searle. Oh God, that's a tough draw. Oh my God. And then Danny Lauby as well. In that draw, so it's Jeffrey Dazwan versus either Ryan Sir or Danny Lauby. Okay, right, we move on then to the final section of the draw. Gerwin Price against Luke Woodhouse, who obviously knocked out Michael Smith in round two last year by three sets to nil. Mm -hmm. Or or Jamie Lewis, who obviously came through the development tour. Sorry, came through the uh, pro tour qualifier. <coughs> Yeah. Excuse me, I haven't got COVID. I mean, it was defended a bit prize money here as well after a couple of good runs at Ali Pali. Yes. Right, so we move on to Brendan Dolan. He takes on either Mike Decker, which is not a, a, an easy draw. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness me. Or Edward Foulkes. Right, moving on to Jose de Sousa then. He gets on to... He gets Ross Smith potentially in round two. That's not a, that's not a good draw. That. He's another one. He, I was very very close to saying him for the unseeded player you don't want to play. Ross Smith is, is certainly up there. Ross Smith or David Evans. What a game that could be! 
Yeah, very much so. They must have met well, on, on a home two. tour of some sort over the year. Mervyn King gets either Max Hop or... The highest-ranked Max Hop, obviously, as per PDC rule. Because <laughs> he's obviously in there every year. Or Gordon Mathers. King Barry's still not out yet, by the way. And another... one that you don't want to have. Mm-hmm. Scott Waits gets Nathan Aspinall, of course you missed... Yeah, that, that courty Mr. Matt, Matt Campbell, the Canadian player who played really well at the World Cup. But oh, Scott what a game that could be. Could be, getting, could be Vincent van der Voort against Matt Campbell. Sorry, sorry, Nathan Aspinall against either Scott Waits or Matt Campbell. Scott Waits from this match darts to beat him at the Players' Championships last week. That's Vincent my favourite Ron, Ron Moolenkamp will play Vincent van der Voort if he wins. Against Boris Kuchmar as well. Remember how well he's playing recently at the moment. He's playing some great. There's only King four Barry's still not out. There's only four names left. Daryl Gurney. Da- I'd say Daryl Gurney will not want him because here he comes. Daryl Gurney gets William O'Connor. If this is Barry, it's all it's all from the Emerald Isle in some sort. Neil Zonneveld. So he's obviously from the rest of the world qualifier. So Keen Barry will, okay. will potentially play. Keen Barry will potentially play Chris Dobie. Uh, Jeff's oh my god, what a setup that is! Jeff Smith <laughs> against Keen Barry in round one will take on Chris Dobie in round two. Oh my goodness, that is madness. So, well, 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 that is one <laughs> hell of a draw, everybody. That concludes the draw for the William Hill World Darts Championship. And um, where to start, God? Um, I presume we should start with the world number one, Michael Van Gerwen, who I don't think has got that easy of a tie. Ryan Murray or Lawrence Alargan? We said this about Alargan a couple of times at the at the um, World Cup, though, and you just want him to deliver now. He's got a fantastic action. We know he's got the ability. He's at Nine Dart on the Asian Tour. Ryan Murray, however, is, is winning games. He's, he's been winning games the last couple of weeks, but the averages haven't quite been there. Right, It's been fantastic that he is winning those games, but he's been grinding them out with, with low 90s. He'd have to top a couple of points on that if he's going to get close to Van Gogh, and especially after the way he played at the Players' Championship Finals uh, just last week. But yeah, it's not the easiest tie. There are certainly others out there. Absolutely. Uh, we'll move on to the defending champion, because obviously he'll be playing first night on. There's no doubt about that. So the first game of the tournament will be Steve Westall, Amit Gilitwala uh, from India. Um, there's obviously been a lot of stuff uh, being talked about from India. Let's be honest about it. Um, because we saw a tweet about that the other day. Um, but I don't really know much about I mean, I'll be brutally honest, but Steve West obviously made a quarter-final run at the um, world at the European Championships. Steve West is a very, very dangerous player if you're Peter Wright playing on opening night. If, if you're not 100%, Steve is more than capable on the 180s, and if, if he gets going and then finds a couple of doubles, he will put you under a lot of pressure. That is not a nice draw for the defending champ on opening night. No, definitely, definitely not. But I think Let's just do the tie of the round here in round one. I think Ross, uh, sorry, I think Jeff Smith against King Barry with a winner to take on Chris Doby. That, that is interesting. Yeah, uh, fully agree. I wasn't expecting that one to come out last, I'll be honest. I just stated that um, the Scott Waits game, uh, that was up there as, as one of my favourites. Is that Matt Campbell he's playing? Um, it is, yes, yeah, it look, is, yeah. I'm just finishing off the report the now. Barry, so that's the King Barry <laughs> the Keen Barry Jeff Smith is, is a really good matchup. Um, Jeff's obviously gone back home for a little bit before the world. It would have been nice to see him at the Players' Championships just to know what sort of form he's carrying, but that's a very, very intriguing game. Have you got the draw, Gob? I have got the draw. Go for it. Okay, so let's read it back in the first quarter. Michael Van Gerwen will play the winner of Ryan Murray or Lawrence Elagan. Uh, Ricky Evans will take on Mickey Mansell or Halpai Puha. Uh, Joe Cullen will face Wayne Jones or last year's, he made an impact, Kieran Tian. Uh, Johnny Clayton, the World Cup winner with Gerwin Price, will take on John Henderson or Marco Cantelli. 
Dave Chisnell will face either Keegan Brown or Ryan Meikle, an all-English affair. Uh, Danny Noppert will play the winner of Martin Clearmacher or Cameron Carolison. Uh, Dimitri Vandenberg will face either Luke Humphreys or Paul Lim. Uh, experience versus youth in that one. And Jermaine Watamena will take on the winner of Dirk Telnikes or Nick Kenny. Into section two, we have Michael Smith facing off with Jason Lowe or Dmitry Gorbanov. Devin Peterson will play the winner of Steve Lennon or Daniel Larson. Madders Razma or Toru Suzuki will fight for the right to play against Gary Anderson in round two. And Mensor Sulevic will play the winner of Mike Kuvenhoven or Matthew Edgar, who has just kept his tour card for now. Rob Cross will play the winner of Dirk Van Dijvenbode or Bradley Brooks. What a tie that is for the former world champ. Jamie Hughes will play the winner of Adam Hunt versus Lisa Ashton. The Lancashire Rose returning to the That's Palace once rule. again. Can she match Fallon's exploits from last year? Glenn Durrant will play the winner of Steve Beaton or Diego Portella, whilst Adrian Lewis will play the winner of Damon Hetter or the dangerous American Danny Baggish. Stage uh, Section 3, Peter Wright, as we've said already, takes on the winner of Steve West or Amit Gitwala. Uh, Gabriel Clemens will play either Andy Hamilton, the former runner-up, or Nico Kurtz. Christopher Tyski will play the winner of Ryan Joyce or Crazy Charlie, Carol Sedlacek. Uh, Simon Whitlock will play the winner of Darius Labanauskas or Chengan Lu. Uh, James Wade will play either Callum Ridds, who had a really good run in the post championships, or James Bailey. Uh, Stephen Bunting will play the winner of Andy Bolton or the second lady in the draw this year, Dita Hedman, making her debut. Ian White will play the winner of Kim Hybrex or Di Zhuang. And Jeffrey Dezwan will play either Ryan Searle or Danny Lauby. And into the final quarter of the draw, Gerwin Price will play either Luke Woodhouse or Jamie Lewis. Brendan Dolan will play the winner of Mike Tedeca or Edward Folks. Uh, Jose de Salza will take on Ross Smith or David Evans. Mervyn King will play either Max Hopp or Gordon Mathers. Uh, Scott Waits and Matt Campbell will play to play Nathan Aspinall in round two, whilst Ron Moolenkamp and Boris Kirchmark will do the same to try and play Vincent van der Voort. Daryl Gurney will play the winner of William O'Connor or Neil Zonneveld. And the last out of the hat, Chris Doby will play the winner of Jeff Smith or King Barry. Wow, have you, have you have you managed to recover from that? Breathe. <laughs> have you managed to recover from reading that? Breathe. <laughs> and breathe, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, it pays to stay to the end, doesn't it? Uh, it pays to stay to the end with yes. this because uh, honestly, that that last draw, by the way, is absolutely incredible. I should stress that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, right, that concludes the draw then for the William Hill World Darts Championship, and what a draw it is! We're just going to go back down there. So one thing we do know, mate is that um, Peter Wright will play on the opening night. Obviously, as defending champ. That's just how it works. If people don't like it, I'm sorry, but that is just what, what happens, unfortunately, in, in, the, in the world of darts. As I turn my TV screen off there. Um, how much of an advantage is it as well this year that the, that the actual event itself is split perfectly, really? Because the first round and the second round happen before Christmas. The third and fourth round take place over New Year, uh, between Christmas and New Year. And the New Year is quarterfinal, semifinal, final. It's weird, that. Um, I'm not entirely sure it is an advantage. I think, especially for the top players, they're so used to playing in blocks now, or you look at something like the Grand Slam or the match play, at most are getting it a couple of days off. You always get this massive lag now from the world champion playing on opening night to when they might finally play their third round game. And it, it, yeah. it can be difficult to get into the tournament if you're in that position. Especially with these these breakups now, away we've got the blocks before and after Christmas and and New Year. Um, I suppose everybody's doing the same, but to, to stay in a rhythm as a dart player, it can be quite difficult. And we can see some massively differing performances either side of these breaks if players make it into each round. Certainly, certainly could. Uh, look, I, I, I actually quite like it this year, the fact that the BDC has done it the way it is. You know, the PDC has actually managed to split it equally, to be honest with you. But I'm really intrigued by a couple of games on there. By the way, can we um, can we get your thoughts, by the way, in the comments, by the way, YouTubers right now, um, that uh, about your favourite ties of the round? Because I'm intrigued by one that I haven't really mentioned yet, and that's Gabriel Clements against either Andy Hamilton or Nico Kurtz. If Nico Kurtz comes through that, which I mean, obviously I expect him to do, 
that could be one hell of a game between Germany's current best star and the the, the star of the future. Yeah, as, as a tie, I really rate it. I think what Andy Hamilton has done for his career over the last few months is has been fantastic. Um, he lost his tour card, realised that he wasn't in a position to compete at PDC level anymore, so went back and played on uh, the video tour for a year, made that World Championships and has built his way back up again. And all right, he's not the Andy Hamilton that was top three, top four in a world that was consistently making last fours at virtually every event for about three years. But he, he's, he's experienced, he's capable and he's dangerous if he gets on a run. So that, that's a tough tie for both players and it, it's intriguing with the all-German affair possible. It certainly is. I, I'm, I'm really in, in, intrigued by this one. Though, Gob, I want to touch on a draw for your boy, James Wade. James Bailey will, could potentially play him. Or the one I'm thinking will do is Callum Ritz. That is a, a really tough tie between two players that are in form at the moment. Yeah, they are. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Callum for the last 12 to 18 months. He, he's been built up and he picked up his tour card here or there and he played really well in players' championships, and I think that little bit of experience let him down against Peter Wright when it when he ultimately lost in the last leg decider. Um, if he's learned from that, that suddenly makes him even more difficult to beat. If you're James Wade, you would prefer that Peter Wright has, has done him off the board, not that he's lost in the last leg decider, because obviously Wadey is known for pinching those deciders and, and his superb record in last leg deciders, which helps in set play, massively helps in set play, because you can have more deciding legs than you would anywhere else. Um, but if Callan's learned from that, that just makes him even more dangerous. So that's a tough draw. Uh, let's not rule off James Bailey, though. Very, very capable dark player. Um, I think he's been Ali Pally before. Um, but yeah, all of the Australian boys that come over now, or, or the BPA boys that come over now, are, are solid players. So him and um, Gigi, Glenn Mathers, they're, they're both more than capable of putting a run together. Certainly. I, I'm really looking forward to this one. A, a comment in there, we'll get two ties around in just a bit, more ties around in just a bit. Comment in there from Michael again, is Gary Anderson there? Yes, he is. And I don't think this is a tough, I, sorry, I don't think this is a very easy draw for Gary. You know, potentially could be playing Mensor in round three. If he gets, he's got to get past either Maldas, Rasma or Tora Suzuki. Now, I, I'll be honest, again, I don't know much about Tora. I haven't really seen much of the uh, of him play, of, of the play. But Mardis has been absolutely superb this year. Pro Tour finalist, really could have gone to the World Series of Darts finals. He's looked decent Nick all he needs to do I think is improve his scoring a little bit but he's the best trouble 19 hitter that I can see on the tour right now yeah he starts there for some legs yeah it's quite weird and awkward to play as a professional because you're just not used to it anymore 20 30 years back there used to be multiple players that started on 19s but it's not as common anymore um he's a bit of an awkward player I think he's, he's very much setting his rhythm we saw that a couple of times from him as well. He likes to stand all the way back, make you walk all the way around him. Gary Anderson won't like that if he's playing manager as well. We've seen multiple times that the pace of game and things that sometimes are, sometimes aren't deliberate will irk him. He, he just wants to get on and play the game, especially with his knee injury. So, yeah, that, that's not the easiest to draw whatsoever. Certainly not the case. I, I definitely agree there. Obviously, there's been a load of people coming through. Lucas said, uh, wait till he can walk up his side around. Yet we have talked about that one, potentially playing Nathan Aspinall. We haven't really touched on the Aspen this one, but he's defending World Championship semi-final money. It's the start of really what he's defending. He's got to have a decent tournament because, he, because again, he hasn't really, apart from those World Championships, hasn't really done much apart from that UK Open win. Yeah, I agree. And we've seen glimpses of the Aspen season Premier League finalist. I'm just not convinced at the minute. He beat Gezi at the Players' Championship and then was a little bit limp the round afterwards. Scott Waits had matched darts against him in the first round. Um, and Matt Campbell was superb at the, um, at the World Cup. He was definitely a bit of a revelation for me. Um, if he's learned from the couple of darts that he's missed in those crucial moments against the Belgians in that Pairs game, then... He is more than a threat because he's so comfortable, so good up on that stage. I thought he was arguably carrying Jeff Smith at, at one point, and that's not easy to do because Jeff Smith is a superb dark player as well. So, yeah, that is a very, very tricky tie for Nathan Aspel, in my opinion, whichever one comes through. There's a couple of these we're looking at going, that's potentially a tricky tie if somebody else gets through. This is one of the ones that, regardless of the winner of this match, the seed has a tough game. 
and one that as well in that section of the draw definitely has a tough game regardless is Chris Doby because he's got either Jeff Smith or Keen Barry who are playing some outstanding stuff. Now, Dobes, Dobes to me, has gone back. He's got a, he, I think he's, I, I read rightly, he's going back and working on the action a little bit because I think he's just a little bit, I don't know, but he, he said it was well that the Winter Series was the worst week of his life. But Jeff or Keen is a tough game because Chris as well has got a defensive decent money. He remember he made a Players' Championship quarter final two years ago to then go and lose to Gary Anderson in the last 16 uh, of the World Championships in arguably the game of the tournament, of which, let's be honest, was a pretty dull tournament. So Jeff Smith against Keen Barry in round one for the right to play Chris in round two. Again, that's one of those games where you go, no matter who comes through, they will have a tough game. Yeah, completely agree. Um, Keane is uh, he's a future star. He's basically a star now. There's there's a lot of hype around him. He's done magic things as, as a youth player, and we're expecting him to push on now and start doing them as a professional. Um, we all know how good Jeff Smith is. That run he put together at the BDO Worlds for years back. Um, he's won Pro Tours. He, he's more than capable, more than dangerous to a lot of these players. He's he's just superb, but I rate him so highly. And if it wasn't for the constant travel back and forward, I know he plays most of the events, but not all the events. I just think that sometimes that that jet lag and whatever else that he's going to come back with is sometimes doesn't help him, obviously. So yeah, that that's a tough game all around, whichever way it goes. Let's just take a look at some of the comments that we had there. Lee's obviously come back and said, uh, top five will be uh, FDI's just joined the chat. Good morning, mate. I hope you're okay. We will take a look at your stuff, I'm sure, throughout the day. Uh, but uh, Lee has just mentioned uh, his draw draws of the round. So Dave Chisnell against Keegan Brown or Ryan Meikle. Dimitri Vandenberg against Luke Humphreys, Paul Lim. We will get to that game in a second. Adrian Lewis against Damon Hetter against Danny Baggish. That is a interesting game. Christoph Bratajski, the Ryan Joyce or Carol Sadlicek. Again, if, if Carol comes through that one, or Ryan, to be fair, Ryan is not a, he's no mug. He's obviously a Pro Tour winner. Then that could be a very interesting game. Or, but the one game I want to touch on that he's mentioned in there that we haven't really talked about is the former world champion, Rob Cross. Remember, he's defending last 16 money this time round, uh, but he has got either Dirk van Dijvenbode or Bradley Brooks. That, that could be a very tricky tie regardless. Yeah, Bradley, the, the newly crowned world, world Youth Champion, that will stand him up massively. That wasn't the greatest encounter. We know that Bradley's a far better player than that, and Joe is as well, to be fair. But that was the nerves, and that was settling on that big stage. Now that Bradley's got that win under his belt, he'll, he'll feel invincible going into that game. He's got absolutely nothing to lose now. He's World Youth Champion. That got him here. This is effectively a free roll. Um, set up nicely. Dirk, however, is he's just become a massive threat. A couple like yes. a year ago, there's no way we were talking about Dirk van Dijvenbreder in the same way. Uh, he started the year brightly, uh, was sort of hampered by what happened with COVID and that sort of thing. He, he didn't carry the best of form on, on the immediate events to return. But since that um, Grand Prix final, he just continues to do bits. He continues to be a threat. Um, it, it's mad where, where it's come from, but he has been superb. He, he just doesn't look like he's afraid of anyone. Um that's a tough, tough draw. I, I think so. I think it's going to be one hell of a one hell of a tough draw, really. It, 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 it's just one of those games that I'm really looking forward to to watching, I'll be brutally honest, because I think Dirk and Bradley could play a really, really good game round one and then obviously give the world former world champion a uh, a decent run for their money. Uh right. Uh let's talk about the two women actually because we haven't really talked we haven't really talked about that because we've been so busy with all the other stuff around alongside it. Uh let's talk about the two women. Lisa Ashton gets Adam Hunt, which is do you know what it, it's not a bad draw. It's not a good draw because Adam's been playing some really good stuff that so far. But I think that it's a game that Lisa will be will be happy with because there could you know there could have been worse draws. Let's not let's not take the mick here when we say that. But also at the same time though, uh Dieter Hedman she gets another player who's been playing really well in informed stuff, Andy Bolton. You know, the winners of those games will be Jamie Hughes or Stephen Bunting, respectively. So is there a chance that we could see another Fallon and one of them get to round three, maybe even beyond? Um, I'm not so sure. I think Lisa probably has the better chance. A, without being respectful, she is a better player than Dieter Hedman and B, Adam, despite his run at the Grand Slam, I just think if he doesn't quite get going and has a little bit of a confidence issue and who knows what the crowd are going to do this year, they start getting on your back. I'm, I'm not sure he'll have ever been in that situation before. So there's there's a small threat for that one. I think Andy Bolton versus Dieter Hedman, 
Um, that's a tough draw for Dieter on debut. Um, I really rate Andy Bolton. He's just a, a steady, consistent player. We've seen him go deep on pro tours. He hasn't really taken that next step to go on and win one, but he, he's been there or thereabouts in contention more than a few occasions. Um, that's, that's a tough draw for Dieter. Certainly is. Uh, one game that Lee's mentioned, obviously, in the chat, and Luke's obviously mentioned about Jose de Sousa against Ross Smith or David Evans. Yeah, that's a great game as well, to be fair. Ross Smith plays some really good stuff, and David Evans, obviously, winner of the Challenge Tour, and has played some really good stuff in the Modus League as well. Yeah, that's an absolutely killer, solid draw. They're both more than capable of going absolutely berserk. I'm expecting 180s in that one. Um they're not the biggest characters in the world. They're not going to go overly flamboyant. You're not going to hear much about them, but they will both quietly go on and do their job and deliver a good game of darts. That that one is going to be a very, very good game. I'm, I'm telling you now, it, it doesn't even matter. I'll put my neck on the line. That will be a class game of darts. <laughs> And let's just talk about one more game before we talk about the fans obviously <coughs> returning properly, um, which is Dimitri Vandenberg, the world match play champion. Again, he could have had a nicer draw. Uh, Luke Humphreys or Paul Lim in that draw? If look, We all know that Paul's an absolute legend of the sport, but I'm going to go on the basis that we saw Luke obviously make the last 16 other players' championships this year. So was it last eight, actually, wasn't it? It was last eight um, against Gerben Price. Um, so we're going to go on that yeah, basis that Luke wins this... <laughs> Well, yes, uh, that is true. Uh, look, this is a big game. If it's Dimitri Vandenberg against Luke Humphreys, and Gob's just lost us, unfortunately. So I'll, I'll just talk about this I'm enough back, from my I'm point back. of view. Dim- oh, are you back? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, so Dimitri Vandenberg against Luke Humphreys. Huge game, this, potentially. I mean, obviously, we're not discounting Paul Lynn before anybody says we are. We're not. But if it is Dimitri against Luke, what a game that is. Two of the most recent three. Yeah. <laughs> two of the well. The last two uh, World Youth Champions before uh, Bradley. Mm-hmm. T- They're two stage players as well. They're two massive, massive stage players. You look at their floor game versus what they're able to deliver on stage. It's completely different. And I was a bit critical of Luke before the Players' Championship run. I, I don't think he delivered as much this year. He'd done a little bit of talking earlier on in the year, how he thought that because he was World Youth Champion, that should get him into a few more events automatically. Um, and had a really backed it up when he had then been in those events with, with delivering their performances. He'd been a bit flat, a bit placid. I don't think he was that great at Grand Slam, but his run at the Players' Championship was superb, and he's another one that seems to be picking up his form at the right time of the year. So, yeah, that, that's a massive potential tie if it goes that way. Um, however, I'm not ruling Paul him out whatsoever. We were robbed no, I'm not. of our opportunity to see him at the World Cup. Um he is superb, so experienced, so professional. Um, he's he's just fantastic for the game. The fact he keeps qualifying, um, it's another story. And let's hope, this either, either which way the result goes, that he gets to hit that, that ninth dart this year if he gets an opportunity. Because I think everybody in the world is willing that wants to go in um, against Gary Anderson a couple of years back. Even Gary was willing that to go in, and Gary stood behind him, playing in the leg. Look. Yeah, the, thing, the worst thing about that, I was in the room, I was at the back of the room, and I couldn't believe it. I was gutted. Uh, right, Gla- uh, Glow and Kershaw just said, t- uh, can the ladies progress? I think Lisa's got a chance. Uh, Dita, I'm not too sure on. I, I, I personally, we've talked about this obviously before, but Lisa, I, I think, has got the better chance of the two. Would you would we say that, Gob? Yeah, yeah, completely agree. I, I just think that Adam, you can, Adam's not as experienced as Andy. Um, despite his, his recent game at the Grand Slam, he seemed to sneak out of that group. But he played okay, sort of like the, the miracle recovery. But if you're going to draw those two, I'd, I'd be aiming for Adam, I think, despite what the rankings do. Right. Before we go, then, really quickly, what section do you think is the worst? What is the section of death rather than the group of death oh in God. this in this one? I, I got a funny feeling that I'll let you go first, but I think I know which one I'd go with. I mean, I looked at it with the seeds before, and that second section isn't nice at all. Just for the seeds, and I, I'm not too convinced it's changed since. I just there's so many the seeds are ridiculous standard. Um, some of the best form players carrying the rankings as well. 
Um, and they haven't all been rewarded with nice draws. Jason Lowe's more than steady, capable enough. If he comes through Dimitri Gorbanov to give Michael Smith a problem, he's given Michael Van Gerwen a problem on stage. Uh, Steve Lennon, Daniel Larson, both very, very steady, capable players. If Steve Lennon manages to find a range on a treble, there's a possibility he can give Devin Peterson a, a, a worry, especially with his wrist injury. Matters Razma, we've spoken about that tie with Gary Anderson. More than an opportunity for an upset there. Uh, Carvin Hovind and Matthew Edgar. They're playing okay. Edgar's managed to save his tour card already, so this is effectively a free roll to set him back up for next year. Carvin Hovind has, has done the odd bit this year. We haven't seen anything of Mentor for a few months because of a, a bereavement, so best wishes to him, but obviously we, we don't know what condition his darts are going to be in. Uh, Van Dijvenboda or Brooks to take on Rob Croft. We spoke about how much of a tie that is. Uh, Hunt or Lisa to play Jamie Hughes. Tough, whichever one comes through. Uh, we saw the effect the crowd can have on Fallon's run last year. Uh, Adam, if he comes through Lisa with Battle Hardened up on that stage, we've seen what happens when he when he gets through a couple of games. Beaten or Portella for Glenn Doran. Beaten is been there, done that. Mr. Magic Man, isn't he? Um, Portella, definitely capable. Mm. A stable mate of Dozer and another one who we don't really know his form at the minute because he's been recovering from COVID. He, he did look better at the Player Championship but still didn't win a game. So just like winning becomes a habit, losing can become a habit too. And there's a bit of pressure on him now as Premier League champion. And Hetter be Danny Baggish. If David Hetter comes through that to set up a tie with Adrian Lewis, that entire section is stacked. And do you know what? I don't. I can't add anything more to that because <laughs> I had that draw. I had that. I had that section. To be brutally honest, uh, David. Last quick question before we move on to the fans because we've got to go, unfortunately. But David says, "Who's your surprise package this year?" I don't know. Is the God's honest truth? I don't know if there's a, if there's someone from the first round that I think can come and win the thing. Um, if I, if I'm going to have a surprise package, oh, I don't know. I don't. Is there a surprise? Someone would say, "Well, it's not a surprise because of X. It's not a surprise because of Y." But I think the one player for me might be Dirk. Might be Dirk van Dijvenbode. Um, he, he's definitely in that sort of conversation as a non-seed to go through and win it. The other one for me is um, Damon Hatter. He has been very, very good lately. Obviously, he's won on TV before. Um, he just stays at a level. I said this on the review of the Players' Championship. He just stays at a consistent level. And if he can find another gear for when it gets to a deciding leg, or if he can just hold it together better than his opponent, if he gets to that point in set, then Damon Hatter really has a good chance of going deep in this tournament. I totally agree. One final thing before we go. Obviously, the fans are back, which we cannot wait for. Obviously, you can book tables of four. If you're in a tier one or tier two area, I appreciate everybody. A load of people are in tier three. I'm in the same boat. But hopefully, we go down to tier two before Christmas. Fingers crossed. We're looking that way. So hopefully. Um, but how important, first of all, remember, just a quick one. If you are going to look to book tickets, uh, just a quick reminder that tickets go on sale today at 12 o'clock if you're a PDC TV annual subscriber. And then if you, you're not an uh, annual subscriber, you can try and get tickets from Friday at 12 o'clock. The key tickets is that you can only book a table of four. There's no way you can't book anything else. Uh, you can't book single tickets or anything like that because you've got to be someone in the same household. If you yeah. attend, we'll win a support bubble. No fancy dress or football chance. If we, if that means the end of the Yaya Torre, I don't take me home count, uh, chance, then I'm all <laughs> for it. Uh, only one fast tickets available for the session. Find full information right now on the PDC website. Before we go, Gob, how excited are we to have the fans back? Massively. It just makes such a difference to the event. Um, but I feel like we have to, before we get onto it, I think we just had our first ever super comment. Um, thank you to Lil Soul, who just... <laughs> donated in the in the YouTube chat to say Limb for the Worlds. I completely agree. If, if you're going to donate to us, then I'm all for Limb for the Worlds. Carry on. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, just having the fans back will be superb. It makes such a difference to the atmosphere. No fake crowd noise being pumped over the top. Um, I just hope that after all the abuse I've given international crowds over the year, that because it's a smaller number and because you're not allowed to chant as much, that um, the the big odd noise doesn't distract players and then it affects badly on us too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, good luck if you are going to go and try uh, to get tickets uh, today. I appreciate it's going to be like they're going to be like gold dust. So, uh, very, very much uh, good luck to you, Jack Gobby Garwood. Thank you for getting up at uh, nine twenty-five in the morning uh, to join us for the world <laughs> oh, cha- uh, for the world darts uh, championship draw. Thank you very much to everybody else as well in the comments uh, and everyone who's been watching along with us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, don't worry, Phil Bars will be back on Monday when we go through the entire draw. Uh, there's going to be lots of interviews coming before the world championships as well so make sure that you stay tuned to us right here on onlinedarts.com we'll also have this out as a podcast if you miss any of it that you can uh, get it right now you'll be able to get it uh, as soon as we can possibly put it out to you and as well we're back monday eight o'clock for the big world darts championship preview draw thingy my bobby everything that you can think of right now uh, <laughs> but uh, nathan's just coming nathan rich is coming in there saying with dross hair again i look beautiful so uh, my mum said so anyway. Uh, right, we've got to go. We've got to go. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for mine. Next Thursday, I can't wait. Uh, look, we can't wait for the World Championships. The draw is out there right now if you want to review it on onlinedarts.com. It is there for you to have a look at. We cannot wait for it. It starts Thursday the 15th of December with Steve West against Amit Gutwala with a winner to play Peter Wright later on in the night. Thanks again for joining us here on Online Darts uh, YouTube channel. We really do appreciate it. And uh, make sure, of course, you listen to the podcast if you missed any single moment of it. Take care and we'll see you Monday at 8 o'clock. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 